Yo, what up, everybody? How's it going? It is your boy Ray Ray coming at you with another fat what takes. Finally, gonna fucking do one. I'm just gonna keep it with you, motherfuckers. I've been busy, and then when I have free time, I just haven't been motivated to do one of these. But I'm back. I got a little some little motivation this weekend for some of my boys, and I'm gonna start doing pods again. On uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about NBA free agency. We're going to talk about so far the NFL, how I see it going down. Uh, I'm going to give my thoughts on some teams. I'm going to give my thoughts on the NBA on some of these trades, also what some teams need. And I guess uh, we'll go over the draft. And also, big congratulations to the Lakers for winning it all. And I know I fucking hate baseball, but congratulations to the Dodgers. My lifelong buddy that's a Dodgers fan fucking cried his little ass off, so I'm happy for him. Even though he's going to deny he didn't cry, congratulations, Juan. I am happy for you. But still, on that note, fuck baseball. And uh, yeah, let's get into this shit. Alright, so first let's talk about the whole... The first trades i seen that went down was the Lakers trade for Schroeder, which is a solid trade. They literally traded a bag of fucking shit for Schroeder, alright? Danny Green was fucking shit. I don't care what any Laker fan says. The eye test shows that Danny Green was dog shit, alright? He shot like shit the whole playoffs. He missed a wide open shot that would have clinched the fucking championship. Which was unexcusable. The man even had time to take a dribble and shoot. And he still bricked. He almost fucking airballed. So I can see why they're like, yo, get this man the fuck out of here. Um, so that Schroeder pickup to me is a really, really solid pickup. Schroeder is a good player. He's an okay three-point shooter. But the thing with Schroeder is he's a dog. He's not afraid to D up anyone. He's not afraid of anybody. The dude plays hard. That dude can also get to the paint still. Something Danny Queen can't really do anymore. Danny Queen is literally just a D and three guy at this point of his career. And his defense isn't even that good anymore. So basically, I think the, the Lakers... Obviously the, obviously, the Lakers won this trade. But that is just a really... To me, I feel like that's a really good piece for the Lakers. Schroeder is a good player. Like I said, good on offense, de- decent on defense. Literally, it's a big upgrade from Danny Green. If you guys don't think that's a big upgrade from Danny Green, I I don't know what to tell you, bro. Because the eye test checked out and Danny Green was dog shit in that uh, playoff series. It was in the finals. Uh, So Schroeder will be a big, big step up. Also, um, I saw the Bucks made moves. They signed Drew Holiday. They gave up a shit ton of first round picks and a lot of swaps. I get it. They're trying to keep Giannis, but I don't know. I don't know if this trade is like a good trade yet. This is one of those trades that I kind of have to see. Like I have to see what the pieces look like once it all goes down. And also, a thing with Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday does miss games, so we'll see about that. Well, hopefully, he can stay healthy. I do like the pickup, but like I said, I gotta I gotta kind of see what how everything looks like once it's on the court, you know? Um, and then they, like a, like an hour later, they signed Brogdon, Brogdanovich or whatever, and then some weird shit went down the next day. He like said, no, I don't, this trade's not going down. 
I am going to enter free agency. And so that now that he's a free agent, uh, I think I have a feeling the Lakers are going to try to pick him up. If the Lakers pick up Bogdanovich, man, the Lakers are going to be nasty again. They're already nasty, but they're going to be even nastier. Uh, it does look like the Lakers are going to lose Rondo. Just like all, all signs are pointing to Rondo leaving for the simple fact that they went out and got Schroeder. Um, but yeah, uh, also, I don't, like, I gotta see, I didn't really have a lot of time to research that whole Bucks thing, what happened with Bogdanovich, nobody has really talked about it or anything, so I don't really know, but ho hopefully on the next pod we'll have some more information, so we'll see what's up, uh, with that, uh, I'll talk about it if I find anything out. Like I said, that was like a kind of like a weird situation because the sign-in trade was basically almost done, but it wasn't actually done because it was just one of those verbal agreements. Um, but yeah, other than that, that was pretty weird. Um, also, um, currently I've been seeing that the C's are in talks with the Pacers to send Gordon there and get Turner back with McDermott. Um, that's a good trade for Boston right there. I don't know what the holdup is. They're saying that the holdup is that Denny wants Turner and Oladipo. But I don't think the Pacers are going to trade Oladipo. Um, if this deal gets done, it's going to be Hayward and Turner. Well, Hayward for Turner and McDormand and Picks. I don't really see the Pacers uh, trading Oladipo as well. Also, another report is that the Celtics wanted Warren. Come on, let's be honest here, Danny. You're being kind of greedy here. They're not. They're not gonna give you either Oladipo or Warren. Warren is probably their young talent. Uh, he's like probably their up and coming player. Obviously, he played very well in the bubble. I don't. I think they hold on to him. It's gonna be Turner, picks, and McDormand most likely. Or if Danny can work out and get Oladipo, then let him do it. But I don't see that going down. Um. I do, I do like that trade for Boston, by the way. Uh, I think Boston needs to upgrade the center position uh, dramatically. Uh, because, let's be honest here, if you're going to make it to the finals, you're going to have to have a better center. Because you're going to play against Giannis, and you're going to play against the Heat again. Even though I feel like the Heat overachieved, I still think the road goes through them. Uh, so you have to upgrade that position because you obviously you're gonna have to guard Giannis, you're gonna have to guard Bam Adebayo, and then also if you do make it to the finals and the Lakers make it to the finals, you have to have somebody that can at least try to d up Anthony Davis. I'm not saying Turner can do it, but it's somebody to throw at Davis. Uh, and also Turner led the leagues in blocks, the league in blocks last year, so he's a pretty solid defender. Um. So far, those are all the trades that went down. And then, like, the little trades, like the Nuggets uh, traded on draft night. Um, but, yeah, we're we're going to see a lot more trades uh, go down to in this coming week because it's barely, like, day one of free agency today. So all the there's just a couple of trades going down. Oh, I didn't talk. Let me talk about this trade. I really, really like the Kelly Oubre trade for the Warriors. They literally just got him for a first-round pick. They got him for peanuts. I feel like that pickup is going to be good. Kelly Oubre is a is above-average player. I think he's a good player. He defends very, very well. He tries really hard to defend well. He's decent on offense. Uh, also, they needed to pick him up because, obviously, Klay Thompson's out for the year. So, 
that team's kind of fucked right now, like in the guard position. Um, and then uh, I think the Warriors will be back this year, but I don't know if they're going to be like the Warriors. Come on, Clay Thompson is such a big piece to lose all year. I don't know if, if Steph can can catapult that team to like a fourth seed. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, I do like some of the rookies they had last year, like that kid Pascal's good, but we're going to see uh, what that looks like. Um, that's pretty much it for most of the trades that I've seen. Um, so yeah, now just remember Bogdanovich is a free agent. His t he's going to take a meeting with the, with the Lakers and I believe with the Hawks. So we got to keep an eye, you Laker fans got to keep an eye out for that because that trade, maybe you guys sign them. I don't know how the money is right now. I didn't really get a chance to look at it, but yeah, so you guys might have Bogdanovich on the way. And uh, also another thing, I'm hearing a lot of Celtics fans thinking that if Gordon Hayward opts out of his contract that we get that $34 million back. That's not how that works. You don't get the $34 million back. You literally, it's like that $34 million is included in your cap no matter what. That's why they're trying to sign and trade him so they can get something for him. Or literally, you get nothing. That $34 million does not come off the books this year so that 34 million just like stays there even if he's there or not um yeah so just let me explain that because i know other teams are in that situation like the books are going to be in that situation next year giannis doesn't resign so basically whatever he's owed it's gonna stay there it's not gonna come off the books um and also i'm pretty sure i'm just gonna say this right now Jason Tatum is going to get a max contract from the Boston Celtics. I'm pretty sure Jason Tatum takes that contract. The kid deserves it. He's a fucking beast. Um, that's pretty much it for the NBA trades. I haven't really heard anything else. Um, and now the draft to me. Let's talk a little bit about the draft. I think that the, the two overall picks that went one and two, I, I was happy that those two kids went into. Obviously, I knew the Warriors were not going to pick LaMelo Ball. That was the last player they were going to absolutely pick. Even if they needed a guard, they were not going to pick him. That kid, from what I've seen, just takes really bad shots. He holds the ball a lot. And when you have a dude like Steph and, a, and you have a dude like Clay, you're not going to have a player like that. He's not very like team a team ball player. He's like more of a, like, yo, I got this. I got to do this on my own type player. So I knew those two dudes were gonna go one and two, and I didn't just I didn't know where Lamelo was gonna fall. But um, other than that, uh, that's pretty much it for the draft. I guess we're gonna see how these dudes look, uh, because to be honest, this is one of the weirdest drafts ever. You didn't really get to see much of these players play because of COVID. COVID kind of like messed up everything for like this draft. It was like a really weird draft. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty much it for the NBA free agency and the draft. Jesus, boy, sorry. How can I forget to talk about this? I am such a clown, guys. I'm sorry. Let me apologize. I, I need to add to this that Harden is supposedly on the trade block and so is Westbrook. But we don't know if that's true or not because Harden on Instagram was posting stupid caps. I guess he's saying that they're capping. I don't know if you're... You're hip with all this new shitty lingo. Capping means that they're lying. 
Um, when they say no cap, means that they're not lying. It's pretty fucking silly. But yeah, so Harden posted a cap saying that I guess all the trade rumors and all that shit it might not be true or what they're saying about him, but who knows? There's a lot of reports saying that he wants out of Houston. Same with Westbrook just because Maury left. Um, but yeah, and supposedly Harden wants to go to the Nets. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think that's like the worst trade Harden could, the worst place Harden could ask to go. There's only one ball on that fucking court at a time. And we already know Kyrie's very ball dominant and so is James Harden. The only unselfish player out of those three is Kevin Durant. So I do not know how that works if they make it work. But I know I'm pretty, I don't know if. To me, I feel like that trade would probably have to be... It would probably be Lavert, Dinwiddie going over there for Harden and whatever first-rounders or whatever they got. But I don't know if the Rockets agree to that. And then the Westbrook trade, I guess they're just trying to trade picks for him. But it's kind of hard because that man's owed $40 million, So a player's going to have to be included. But who knows? I also forgot the Al Horford trade, um, which is Al Horford to OKC. Uh, for picks, and I do, damn, I might, I am so brain farting here, boys. Uh, yeah, so it's Horford, I don't know, I'm sorry, dude, I brain farted. Also, Chris Paul went to the Suns, I can't believe I forgot that as well. I'm telling you guys, I, I just, I haven't been in the podcast mood, so it's kind of like, I'm getting into it right now as we speak, but yeah, that Chris Paul trade was, I feel like that trade was like a last ditch effort to show like Devin Booker, like, yo man, we're trying to get you help. Um, but the thing is, I think Devin Booker still leaves there, even with CP3. I have a feeling maybe the Suns make the playoffs, but I still think that Devin Booker leaves. There, I'm going to be honest. There's there's no use of Devin Booker staying there. As much as I hate I hate talking like this and like shitting on the Suns organization, I'm going to have to shit on that organization. They haven't really showed anything since Nash and Stoudemire were there. They haven't tried to build a good team there since those two dudes were there. So if I'm Devin Booker, I'm like, dude, I'm due up for some cash soon in like a couple years. I am leaving here. I, I trying to win a chip. He's a young kid. I understand, but like, you're literally just gonna waste your time playing there unless they start putting players around him. I really like that the Aiton pickup, and I like I like this trade. I want to see what it looks like, but I still don't think it it convinces Devin Booker to stay. This is one of those like, hey, hey guys, we're the Suns. We're making these moves because we want to keep Devin Booker. It's one of those moves, 100%. Uh, but I still think he leaves. I just, I don't see that kid staying there. There's no point for, let's just be honest. There's no point for fucking Devin Booker to stay there. It'd be fucking waste of his fucking young years. Um, <laughs> I hate to say it. Um, yeah, um, I think that's pretty much it for the trades. Actually, give me a sec. Let me check my phone, see if anything went down. Oh, here we go. This just in. Wesley Matthews signs with the Lakers for $3.6 Ooh, let's go. That's a good pickup for the Lakers as well. If the Lakers even pick on Brogdonovich, they're going to look solid as shit. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for free agency. I just got that ping right now. So that's pretty good. That's a great pickup for the Lakers. They looking solid as hell. They're trying to repeat. And now we're going to talk about some motherfucking football. All right, my dudes. In this section of the pod, I'm literally going to talk about every division. 
I'm not going to talk about every single team. I'm just going to talk about the divisions and like what I've seen so far. Uh, first, I'm going to start with the NFC West. I'm probably going to talk about every single team in that division because that division there is the best division in the NFL right now. Currently, the best division in the NFL. And then we're going to talk about the trash ass motherfucking NFC East. The fucking shit. Fucking bottom feeding shitty ass fucking division in the NFL. All right, boys. So let's get into the NFC West. The Seattle Seahawks are currently seven and three. The Seattle Seahawks are currently their offense is fucking lights out, but the defense is re- middle of the pack. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. Like I think this team is a pretender, and I'm gonna tell you why. I hate. I hate. I hate to say it, just because Russ is so good, DK Metcalf is so good, Tyler Lockett is very, very good. Um, but the defense, I don't see that defense stopping a team that that's as stacked as them and has a better defense than them. I just don't see it. I don't see it going down. Like the team is yes, the team is currently seven and three, but from what I see, that they get thrown on. Yes, they're currently they're doing better stopping the run now, but I just do not see them went coming out of the NFC. So I think that team is a pretender. Like you can say I'm a fucking dick, I'm a hater. I just don't see it. I do not see it. The eye test does not check out for me. Also the Los Angeles Rams. Let's talk about the Rams now. The Rams have a solid defense. The Rams have a fucking lockdown corner in Ramsey. That man, Ramsey, literally puts the clamps on boys. I hate to say it because Ramsey's a fucking douchebag, but that kid literally talks the talk and walks the fucking walk. Let's just be honest here. The kid's fucking legit. Um, and it's kind of weird, how, like, the Rams offense, like, if if the Rams line is, is getting pressured a lot, Jared Goff is trash. I'm going to be honest here. To me, I think the Rams are pretenders as well because I don't see them getting out of the NFC for the simple fact that if a team has a pass rush, Jared Goff is horrible. Is horrible. He plays so bad when he's under pressure. He just one of those those that if he's well protected, he's great. But if he's under pressure, he's terrible. I just gotta say it like it is. It's another team that's a pretender to me. Um uh, I'm going to say it right now. The Arizona Cardinals are pretenders. DeAndre Hopkins is balling. Jo- Jamal Murray is balling. But I just, same thing. I don't see them beating a team that has a good offense and a good defense. I just do not see it happening. I don't think they're ready yet. Maybe in another year or two, maybe they got to add a couple more pieces. Uh, I think Kyler Murray is still kind of raw. Even though he's balling, he's still kind of raw. Um, it's another dude that, like, he... And then their run game is really, really sus. Like, their run game is, ugh, it's horrible. Like, King and Drake finally started to play well, but I feel like that run game is really, really, really sus. Like, you, we don't we don't know what, what they're going to get. Um, so, basically, I think that team's a pretender, too. And the 49ers, to me, I felt like if the 49ers were healthy and got a receiver... Uh, because I'm just going to be honest, the 49ers is a team that can run on anybody. I know their O-line's decimated now, but like if that team was fully healthy, that team would be winning this division. 
like I'm not I'm not trying to kiss ass because I'm from California or whatever, but I'm just being honest. If that team was healthy, Garoppolo was at 100%, that line was at 100%, that team can literally run the ball on anybody. That O-line is so good that you can run anybody. Come on, dude. Moser went down. It didn't matter. They were still able to run with, McK- with McKinnon. Then McKinnon went down. They were able to run with Hasty, a fucking third-string fucking running back. All that team need, and then it sucks because that team had a good pass rush. They had Bosa. He went down for the year with that injury. To me, I think that was the most complete team in the NFC West if it wasn't for the injuries. Like, I'm going to be honest. Like, that team is the most complete team in the NFC West. They would have had a good defense, a decent offense. That would have, They could have won with that offense, like, with the run game. They did it last year. They could have did it again this year. Just sucks that they all got injured, like, at the worst times. They lost Bosa for a year. Sherman got injured. Like, it just started, like, steamrolling. Like, dude, it just, like, a, a big snowball, a baby snowball falling from a damn hill. It just got kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, their issues. Uh, enough about the NFC West. Uh, every team in that division is a pretender with a winning record. Just saying that shit like it is. Those dudes ain't winning shit. Neither of them. Now let's get down to the shittiest division in football, the NFC East. So, the Philadelphia Eagles, dog shit. Let's just be honest. Carson Wentz ain't got no receivers. The defense is getting them by. They got three wins because the division is still shit. I hate to say it. Looking at this, this is embarrassing. This is making my eyes hurt. Three, three and five. Three and seven. Two and seven. Two and seven. Ouch. Oof. Yikes. Um, so basically the Eagles right now and also Miles Sanders finally came back as well. He's been injured. Um, so basically the Eagles lead the division. They're tied with the Giants. Um I don't know. I think I'm gonna be honest here. We already know that none of nobody in this division is gonna do shit in the playoffs. I'm just gonna say that right now. This fucking Division winner is a first-round bop, 100%. Um, so now let's talk about the Giants. The Giants lost Saquon. Danny Jones is still dog shit, even though, you know, he's he's been playing a little bit better. The dude still just makes a lot of dumb decisions. He still fumbles a lot. Um, they got no receivers. Uh, they got no running back. The defense is okay. Um... That's pretty much it. Can't we can't really come on. We can't really talk about the Giants. Like they suck. Everybody in this division sucks. Uh, Washington the Washington football team, same shit. Fucking disaster. Uh decent defense. Terrible offense. Dallas Cowboys. Dog shit defense. Worst second worst defense in the NFL. Horrible, horrible. They get thrown on like crazy. Also, the offense is struggling. They lost Dak, so the offense is trash. We need to throw that whole division away this year, basically. All right. Enough about the NFC East. That division is really depressing. They all fucking suck. All right, here we go. Let's talk about the NFC South. So, the Saints to me, probably the best team. I picked the Saints at the beginning of the year to come out of the NFC, and I'm still going to go with the Saints for the simple fact that that offense, once everybody's fully healthy, I'm talking about like once Michael Thomas 
is himself again. And and Camaro's just having a monster, monster year. They can get it done with Michael Thomas and Camara. And once Drew Brees gets healthy again, I think this team will just be lights out. And then I think the defense is good enough to get them to the to the championship. I don't know if they will win it, but I think they're good enough to get there. And with the how the offense, because the offense has been banged up all year for them, but Camara has literally put them in the backpack and been like, "Yo, I got you." Um. So basically, that is still my pick. To go to the Super Bowl. Um, but I'm gonna be honest, I do like the I do like what I have been seeing from the Bucks. I did not think the Bucks were gonna be as good as they have been. I'm just gonna be 100 percent Tom Brady has been playing well. Um that defense is solid. That's probably they're really good at stopping the run. Their corners have stepped up a lot this year. They were getting thrown on all last year. Uh, but they're way better now. Now that they have Tom Brady, you know he doesn't throw a lot of pick six picks and makes them, you know, he doesn't make it so the defense has to start with shitty position. Like the other team always has good position and the defense has garbage position. Um, so yeah, I like the Bucks. I uh, that receiving core is probably one of the best receiving cores in the league. Um, and also he has a very good tight end. Uh, Gronk finally starting to look like himself again. He's starting to look like Gronk again. The Gronk that be slamming all them beers and shit. Yeah, but he's that team's good. I like the defense. Uh, I still got the Saints just because Camara's just insane right now. And I feel when Michael Thomas gets back to his normal self, the Saints are just going to look unstoppable again. Uh, we're not talking about the Falcons. The Falcons' ass. We're not talking about the Panthers. The Panthers' ass. Sorry, boys. Now let's get down to the NFC North, boys. The Green Bay Packers, pretenders. Uh, they can't stop the run for shit. So uh, I know they did beat the Saints, but I'm going to be honest. If they play again, the Saints are going to watch that ass. Um, I don't see them stopping the run. Um, their corners are good, but they cannot stop the run. Um, so I don't see them making it to the chip. Like I said, I got the Saints. I just, I don't have faith in the Packers. Like, Devontae Adams can only carry them for so long. And Aaron Jones is playing well, but I don't know if he can just can keep up that type of play. Like, Kamara, we know Kamara is going to keep playing very, very well. Aaron Jones started off really, really strong. He started falling off a little bit. Um, But, yeah, that's why I don't think the Packers will make it. Like, ah. Just I'm just gonna be real. I don't I don't like that they cannot stop the run. They just I don't know what it is. It just like brain fart. They start shitting the bed when they have to start the run. They stop the run. They just can't do it. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers is having a monster year, by the way. So big ups to him. He's shutting up all the fucking haters. He's fucking balling. So good shit, Mister Rodgers. And then the Chicago Bears. Uh, I don't think the Chicago Bears. Uh, they started off well and then they just kind of started shitting the bed um the vikings look like they're on the come up but i don't know dalvin cook is playing like a monster finally it looks like the corners are finally starting to mesh for them i think the vikings might get lucky and sneak into the playoffs but we'll see um lions are dog shit hate to say it boys uh 
that's pretty much it for the NFC. Like I said, I still got the Saints coming out the NFC. Decent defense. The offense, once it gets fully healed, it's going to be insane. Uh, but if anybody does beat the Saints, it's going to be the Bucks. I don't see Green Bay doing it. I think it'll be the Bucks. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for the NFC East. Well, the whole NFC, sorry. Brain fart. All right, my dudes, let's get into the AFC. First, we're going to talk about the AFCs. Um, let's talk about the AFC East leading Buffalo Bills. I don't know when's the last time anybody's ever said that, but congratulations to the Bills. Remember your boy called it here. He said that Josh Allen was going to be balling out all this year, and Josh Allen has been fucking balling this year. The dude looks good. The only thing with with Josh Allen, he got to take the sack still. He's still trying to extend plays, and he's still fumbling. But the kid looks way, way better. He looks more comfortable. He looks more accurate. The kid's playing very well. The Buffalo Bills have a shot to do make some noise. Like I said this year that the Bills are going to win their first playoff this game year playoff game this year, and I still believe they're going to win that first playoff their that playoff game this year finally after that long drought. I think this is a the year they win a playoff game. Um, I like what they've done. You can tell clearly that he, Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen are meshing. They look good together. They're playing great together, actually. Diggs, Brown, that whole receiving core has it down. Um, the run game's still a little sus, but I think uh, I think they'll get it together. Um also, the defense was playing very, very well. The, the defense is kind of middle in the middle of the pack right now. I don't know what's going on. But I do like their corners. They have really good corners, so I think they'll be okay. Um, I don't think they're... I think they're pretenders, but, but, but... I think they're just a couple pieces away from being, like, contenders. Um, I do like the Bills, though. I like what they've done. I gotta give them their props. Josh Allen, your boy called that. Um, to me, the next team I want to talk about is probably the biggest surprise. Like, I did not expect the Miami Dolphins to be as good as they were. I'm going to be honest. That defense is very, very much improved. Um, they got that one corner, I believe, Howard. The dude's playing very, very well. Um, and also their pass rush is looking nasty from the games I've seen. So the big ups to the Dolphins. I did not expect the Dolphins to be sitting at 6-3 and three right now. A playoff team. So congratulations, Miami. Um, good for you. You guys finally fucking made some legit moves. Tua looks legit. Uh, sorry to Fitzpatrick, but that boy Tua ready. He's getting, he's getting dubs. Good for him. Um... The Pats, actually, I'm really surprised with the Pats. I didn't think the Pats would be 4-5. and five. I thought the Pats would have a better record. But then again, I'm going to be honest. Cam Newton's been playing okay. But the thing with Cam is I, he's not getting as much out of his receivers that Tom Brady would. I'm going to be honest. Like he's, like the, Their receivers are awful, man. Like They have no receivers. Uh, they can't get separation. They're just bad. I, I hate to say it. Like, they're, their receivers are shit. Um, the run game is really questionable, too. Like, they have it going sometimes, and then they don't have it going. Um, the defense is good, but the problem with ha not having a run game, not being to keep the defense off the field, they get tired. So, it's, like, literally, like, 
good luck. If they're up, they're fine. But if they're losing, they're screwed. Um, and we're not going to talk about the fucking 0-9 Jets. I think the Jets win one game this year. But they're going to get the number one pick, 100%. Uh, they literally traded everyone away that was decent. You, They're full tank mode, 100%. They're all going for uh, Lawrence. It's clear. Uh, I think the Sam Darnold's days are numbered in New York. Uh, there's no point of keeping Sam Darnold. Uh, obviously, the kid didn't have it. Or who knows? You know, it's the Jets, man. Like, you can't. I can't really shit talk Sam Darnold. I'm going to be honest. The team has had a shit online since he got on the team. They tried to give him Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell couldn't even run behind that shit online. It's like Sam Darnold was destined to fail on that team. Let's be honest. Shit online, shit receivers. They never got the man a fucking receiver. The best receiver he ever had was fucking Robin Anderson, Robbie Anderson. They got that man Jamison Crowder, dude. Jamison Crowder literally plays one every four fucking games. So, uh, I wouldn't give up on Sam Darnold yet, but I do think his time is up in, in New York. But I think somebody picks him up and he looks better. Uh, now let's get to the Colts. The Colts, I like the Colts. They have the one of the best defenses in the NFL right now, which so I was surprised by that. I didn't think that defense was going to be that good. Uh, I like the combo guard from the RBs, Hines and Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, they're both good RBs. Uh, also, their receivers are kind of like their issue is I think they need a better receiver because uh, that O-line is very good. That's probably one of the best O-lines in the league. But I do think this team is a pretender because they, they the, the receivers, to me, the re- you need they need a better receivers. Like Taiwai Hilton is, is a good, well, he was a good receiver, but he's old now. So he can't really produce like he used to also he can't stay on the field like he used to that's a big issue he's always injured uh so yeah so they're pretenders and i'll be honest tennessee i don't really see tennessee doing anything in the playoffs again like they did last year i don't really see derrick henry carrying these team like they did last year i just don't see it happening uh the houston texans i feel so bad for watson i know he got paid but come on, man. They give this guy Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller and, like, I don't know what they expected. And Randall Cobb. I don't know what they expected from the man. They literally traded the best wide receiver for peanuts. Like, David Johnson for fucking DeAndre Hopkins. That literally has to be one of the worst trades in NFL history. I'm just going to be 100% honest. David Johnson has been fucking terrible um very hit or miss either he plays good or he plays like shit he's mostly playing like shit right now i'm just gonna be honest he just got injured too he just went on ir so basically his season's probably done um i get why they made that move because they needed to clear up bruno play pay watson but it's kind of like man you you traded a ferrari the aka gianda hopkins ferrari for a fucking pinto man that that's literally what they traded ferrari pinto like jesus dude get fucked uh, and then jacksonville jacksonville's shit we're not talking about jacksonville and that's pretty much it for the afc south let's talk about the afc north the best team in all of football the pittsburgh steelers i never thought i would ever say the steelers be 9-0 
I'm impressed. I must say that defense is lights out. They're the best run defense in the league. Actually, that's the best defense in the league. Uh, they got two good corners for Patrick's. Mika's been killing everybody. Their pass, their pass rush is great. They apply the pressure. This team's good. The only thing, the only issue I see with the Pittsburgh Steelers is they have not played a team that can put up points on them. I want to see what that looks like. Once they play a team that can put up points on them, I want to see what that defense does. What that Well, not the defense, the offense. Because the offense is still very, very suspect to me for the simple fact that if Big Ben doesn't have it going, I don't see that team winning like in the playoffs. Because that Dallas game, they got bailed out. They should have lost against Dallas. Uh, ben Roethlisberger was having a terrible fucking game, and therefore everybody else was having a terrible game. So that team is going to go as far as Big Ben can take them. I'm just going to say that. That defense is not going to be able to carry them all the way to the championship. I think if they get there, it's going to have to be with, with whatever Big Ben does. And also big us to the receivers that came out of nowhere. Claypool came out of nowhere. Claypool has been playing solid. Uh, Washington has been playing solid. Juju not as solid. So I pretty much think that Juju will not get that extension he wanted because Claypool and Washington have been playing better than him and they obviously get paid less money. But other than that, I think the Steelers, I'm going to say they're contenders. Yeah, I say they're contenders. But I just want to see, I want to see them play a, a Kansas City team. The Baltimore Ravens. Here we go. Let's talk about the Ravens. The Ravens to me are pretenders. Sorry to say it. Them having no receivers is going to kill them in the playoffs. And having mediocre running backs is going to kill them in the playoffs. Lamar Jackson is not going to be able to carry that team. And neither is the defense. I'm just going to say that right now. I don't I don't see it happening. I really like that team. I like Lamar Jackson. I just don't see it happening. The defense is good. But they need fucking receivers. This too tight end bullshit that's worked for them before. They figured that shit out. Mark Andrews is probably one of the best tight ends in the league. But Mark Andrews is not going to get you to the promised land. So, yeah. And the Browns, cool. The Browns are 6-3. and three, But the Browns, shit. The Browns ain't doing nothing. They're going to make the playoffs and lose in the first round. Um, They have two really, really good running backs. Their, their defense is okay, but I just don't see it. Baker Mayfield under pressure against the pass rush is just horrible. He has the same problem as Goff. Once they're getting pressured, they just forget how to play football. Um, and that's pretty much it. I'm not talking about the Bengals, man. The Bengals, you know, they suck. And now let's get into the AFC West. Uh, Kansas City is currently 8-1, the second best team in the NFL. To me, I think... Kansas City, if Kansas City doesn't repeat, the Saints will win it all. Uh, I think the Super Bowl, I, I called it, I said the Super Bowl is going to be the Saints and the Chiefs this year. And I still believe that. I don't think anybody is good enough to beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs just keep running up the score on everybody. The Chiefs did lose to the Raiders. I like what the Raiders did that game. They put they, they got the lead. They started running the ball. That's how you beat the Chiefs. But usually the problem with the, the problem with playing the Chiefs is they're gonna score no matter what. It doesn't matter. They're gonna put up points and they're gonna put up a shit ton of points no matter what. 
that Mahomes is just he just has so many weapons on that team. They got Kelsey, the best tight end in the league. They got the Cheetah Hill. Hill's a beast. Uh, Hardman's a decent pick, decent receiver. Sammy Watkins, whenever he plays out of a, his one out of every seven games, he's still solid. Um, and obviously they got Le'Veon now. And Edward Lair's okay. But that team's just built good. The defense is okay. The defense is good enough to get them the championship because the offense is so good. Um, so yeah, Chiefs contenders. And then to me, the Raiders, this is a, a team I'm very, very impressed with. I'm going to be honest. I'm pretty sure nobody had this team as a playoff team right now with nine games played in the season. I like what uh, Chucky has done. He's done a very, very good job defending Derek Carr. Derek Carr has had protection this year, and with protection, Derek Carr has looked super, super solid. Ruggs is doing good. The other kid is doing well. Josh Jacobs is fucking balling. I like what the Raiders are looking like right now. I think the Raiders are going to have themselves a nice little squad once they they, keep, they just got to keep building. Uh, but for right now, they're pretenders. Uh, and obviously, the, and let's talk about the Broncos. Now, the Broncos have been hurt. Their receivers went down. The Broncos, it just sucks. And then to me, another team that I picked to be decent this year was the Chargers, but they've been terrible because injuries. Um, Eckler went down. Also, big ups. To, let me just say this right now before I forget. Big ups to Herbert and big ups to Burrow. Those two dudes are the real deal. Especially Herbert. Nobody expected Herbert to be as good as he is. So, big ups to Justin Herbert. And he's also younger than Joe Burrow by like four years. So, that kid still has a lot of growing to do. That kid is going to be fucking nasty. Um, Yeah. And that's pretty much it for the football. For football, I hope you guys enjoyed the pod. I am going to get back on my pod shit now, guys. I'm going to stop being lazy. Even if I'm tired as shit from work, I'm going to get these out. Um, I hope you guys are all doing well. I hope you guys are all taking care of yourselves. Please, please wear a mask. Um, and another thing, I'm just going to say this because it has to be said. I'm so tired of hearing about politics, man. All right. I'm going to just speak from my heart right here. I got to get this off my chest. Like, bruh, wearing a mask has nothing to do with politics. Okay. Literally wearing a mask is me being considerate of someone else's health. It has nothing to do with politics. Don't be that fucking jackass. That's like, oh, dude, I'm wearing a mask, dude. Fuck, I'm wearing a muzzle. Stop being a dick. Wear your mask. And let's stop the spread of COVID so we can all return to normal life. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the pod. Peace out. Take care. I'm out. Time to drink some beers. It's Modelo time. Peace.